back to another episode of Evansville Underground Music Podcast. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm your host. I'm here tonight with Lou Shields and yeah. his wonderful wife, Stacy. Thanks for coming to Evansville. Um, I heard you talking up on stage. You're from the Driftless area. Yep, yep. Um, so probably, what, a couple hours away? Yeah, about an hour and a half west of Madison. Uh-huh, yeah. Beautiful up there. Yeah, we love it very much. <laughs> and I gather from some of your songs, you have a like a cabin out in the woods. Yeah, yeah, we got a cabin and 15 acres, a little homestead, you know. Way nice cool. Vegetable garden and, you know, barn and whatever, that kind of stuff, all the, all the fun little things out there in the country. <laughs> I got a chance to peek at your van, and um, you guys, you don't live the, your life's a little unique, I would say, compared to, uh, yeah. to the most, yeah? We're on the move a lot, you uh -huh. know. We, we want to be at our cabin as much as we can, but uh -huh. life t takes us in many other directions as well, you know, so. Yeah, the van comes in handy because mm -hmm. he can sleep in it when he has shows or um, I like to buy a lot of antiques, so uh -huh. it uh, can haul a lot of things too. Fill it up to the yeah. top. <laughs> so it's <laughs> the right it. vehicle for the job. So, but yeah. the cabin is where the heart is. That's, oh, yeah. that's just yeah, yeah. Um, home base, but you do, sounds like a lot of festivals, music festivals, and art festivals, that type of thing Yeah, too. art and vintage uh, festivals. Uh -huh. uh, Stacy sells vintage clothes and uh, yeah. does a lot of that kind of good stuff. Yep, in Milwaukee and Madison mostly. Maybe we're gonna have one in Viroqua soon. So yeah. um, just haul all the vintage clothes in the van and um, sometimes it's tied into music and sometimes we just uh, pick vintage clothes when he has shows in small towns. So uh -huh. yeah. it kind of, his, his love and my love kind of come together when we're touring around the Midwest. Sure, sure. Nah. A lot of a lot of common traits and oh, yeah. vintage clothes, music, all that's kind of interwoven. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Very neat. So where'd you get your start, Lou? How long have you been playing music? Um, wow. Well, <clears throat> gosh, probably thirty years of playing music and guitar and learning mm -hmm. and studying and observing other musicians and all that kind of you know. Um, been a long time, but. Uh, Probably tell tell them why you started music. Why? What encouraged you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was uh, 18, I was a late bloomer. Uh, I had this big love of music and I wanted to play music, wanted to play guitar, but I never got lessons, never did much with it, made a lot of noise on them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I chopped my fingers off in, at a, a cabinet shop I worked at. And then I was like, I'm going to learn how to play guitar after I did that. <laughs> so, yeah, so missing fingers, then he decides he's yeah. going to learn guitar. Wow, so missing fingers, and I totally immersed myself into learning it. And, you know, then I figured out my own way of doing it because there was things that weren't there that, you know, are normally there on people's hands. Right. right. <laughs> Is there some advantage to that? Well, I think it, it just, it, I was already doing art and a lot of creative stuff. Like every time I'd pick up an instrument, I'd like write something, a tune some kind of, and I didn't know what I was doing, but uh -huh. I would do it. And so it just like, I think encouraged me just to do my own thing. You know? uh -huh. Yeah, sure. Try to learn from the standard kind of styles and so forth, but then really focus on, you know, just doing my thing. Right, So right. Which yeah. is, you know, kind of what art is, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's so. your thing, like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Very cool. I would say, you know, it comes through for sure in your music, like it's, I know when I hear a really good musician, I can feel emotion coming through, and I felt that, but mm. there's even like, there's a different kind of level of art to your music where it's just, it's unique. You can't put it, you can't pigeonhole it. It's, uh. it's definitely an art form, so <laughs> yeah. 
was yeah. awesome to to be at the show tonight. What do you think of this little thing, Evansville Underground Music? Oh, I think it's great. I've been watching it grow, you know, and, and I, I played maybe one of the earlier uh, shows that was put on, mm -hmm. and uh, it was a great turnout for that. I was so blown away by yeah, the Yeah, I think you were one support. of the first. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, you know. Maybe the first even ever, one I don't of them, know. Something yeah. like that, and, and the community support was amazing pre-COVID, you uh -huh. know, and uh, and I was just really happy for you all. I was like, wow, this is going to kind of take off. And then. Right. When COVID hit, I saw how you all were adapting and playing in front of folks' houses and being safe and trying to, you know, be careful mm -hmm. with that. And pretty soon it turns into a block party and, mm -hmm. and you know, as things kind of get better and vaccinations and so forth. And, and it's like, wow, this is, they're really surviving and thriving and happy to see it. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. what every community would dream of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's great. Joe has the experience of learning about all these musicians across, you know, Wisconsin or across the Midwest, and he's bringing it to community members who maybe don't have that exposure. Exactly. And yeah. so it's, uh, yeah, it's a wonderful thing. I think uh, most communities would love to have something like this. So you guys can uh, pilot your program and teach other communities how to do it. I think there's something there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we call ourselves a music collective and you know, nobody's getting paid. We're just doing it for the love of music. Yeah. And, uh, um, it's, it's really cool. I, I remember saying last year to the guys, like you guys, Evansville underground music, it's something special. Like it's bigger yeah. than any one of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it Joe, is. Joe kind of runs it all and he does a ton of work for it. Another, so does a lot of it. We yeah, all do. We all, our time in yeah, we're yeah. all putting our time <laughs> in and, uh, it's just cool to be a part of it and watch, yeah. watch where it goes and watch it grow. And, and it's neat. You all have different specialties, you know, the podcasts right. and running sound. Nobody wants to do doing shirts. Merch and, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's, that's so great that you, you all have different traits that bring, you know, bring just excellent um, music to the community. Yeah, 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 we keep it fun. I mean, I think we're, we're, we're pretty, we're, we're all good friends now too. So it's, yeah, it's pretty cool to, to be a part of it. So yeah, well, thank you for coming down to Evansville. Um, it's, you. Uh, so you head back home tonight then? You yeah, the we'll head back and chill and then, you know, a couple more shows coming up this, this month and then, you know, just kind of jogging along here. Yeah, yeah, you've got, <laughs> Things are opening up again. You're starting to get some more shows lined up. Yeah, uh -huh. trying. You know, it's 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 a bit of a slow process still, but but uh -huh. you know, I think now shows are happening, happening where before a lot of venues are reluctant. You know, and and, mm -hmm. and so hopefully it just keeps getting better and safer for everyone, and we can do this. You know, right? <laughs> festivals. You're doing some festivals. Trying. You know, a lot of the, it was a weird deal for me. Like some of the festivals I was on weren't either doing it or they booked new lineups and then the ones I wasn't on are doing 2020 lineups. So oh, oh. <laughs> I kind of was one so of those people that got stuck in the in the crack, I guess, or shuffle. something, you know. There's but, a couple of fall ones that aren't announced yet. Yeah, so, I got some fall yeah. ones coming up, thankfully, that, that popped up uh -huh. and uh, was happy about. And so that was good. <laughs> Neat. Neat and, to see. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's great to see all these things opening back up, festivals, people coming back together. And I think we learned a lot of lessons during COVID too, you know. Um, I was talking to Old Wolves and I said, "Was there, is there a different perspective? He's like, oh yeah, there's some stuff I wouldn't do now. Yeah, right. With that, you know, having had that break, he's he's not going to go back and do it the old way. He's doing it a new way this, this time. Sure, so. sure. Same for you. Are you oh yeah, it? I yeah. think we all learned a lot from, from the experience. Um, for me, I was gravitating towards more kind of homegrown, outdoor, down with the people kind of shows anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's, I really, really love to do that kind of thing. And 
intimate shows, smaller venues, you know, it, it, that's really great for where you can really meet the people and do the thing and, you know. Right. Um, so that, that's, that's been really great. Uh, and people being more accepting of that, which is a lot of fun, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, neat. There's two things that I gotta touch on before I let you go. Um, we talked about the Discovery Channel and I also heard a rumor, something about a cooking show. So I don't know. No cooking show. There's no cooking. No cooking Do you show. don't have a cooking show now? No, no, no. Somebody was totally pulling my legs. So, that okay. is actually the funniest thing had. I've ever heard. It could be they heard that we were on a TV show sometimes. I mean, could maybe be. They I don't know. He just made they... scrambled eggs the other day, and he used like vanilla oat milk, and yeah, they were the worst horrible. eggs ever. Really? But he is learning. I would watch he's that. He's been show. learning how to cook, but yeah, no, he's not on a cooking show. Cooking with Lou. <laughs> The dog liked it. Okay. Yeah, the dog liked it. <laughs> so we touched on that one. So the Discovery Channel, what's that all about? Yeah, we were on an episode of a show called Homestead Rescue. Oh, yeah. And uh, it it is called Wisconsin Washout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That's our episode. Um, Season five. And it, it happened to uh, occur when uh, the, the uh, Kickapoo region, the Driftless region, had one of the worst floods in 100 years. Uh-huh. Um, and so uh, the show was a lot about that, which we had not intended that to be. Right. Uh, all we knew that was that they were coming, and, and you know, it, but this, this whole massive amount of rain came down, and the river valley was totally flooded literally the week they showed up. So, you know, they kind of went with that one, obviously. <laughs> sure. And uh, so a lot of the show was, was about that, if you tune in and check it out. Um, and a lot of things we had no idea that we needed help with on our little homestead was was about to happen with that flood and uh, you know soil washing away and erosion and all that kind of stuff so it's but a little dramatic for yeah great <laughs> drama great tv yeah. Um, yeah we were up on a ridge so we weren't flooded we were, we thought we were okay you know but but mm-hmm. a lot of damage happened anyway so wow yeah, way, we were uh, losing land nonstop cuz the water just you know, rushes down the bluff and, and we're built on the side of the bluff Big old flood in Germany and Belgium and China and you know I mean it's just starting to happen more and more often now, where this massive amount of precipitation just comes down. Right. I think it was something like tw- twenty inches in an hour. That's what happened that day. Wow. And it was. That's crazy. It was almost twenty-five miles away, thirty miles away where it actually happened. Yeah. And all that water dumped into the river, and just went through every little river town flooded them out, you know, just yeah. as it kept swelling and swelling and going to the next place, the next place. And, you know, we were on the, you know, we, it hit our town probably three days later, I would say, something like that. So you knew it was coming. You're like anticipating like, yeah, the river oh, starts going up and swell. You're like, oh boy. And then you hear, you know, suddenly this town's flooded, that mm-hmm. town's flooded. It's like, oh no, you know. Yeah. But our damage was due to the rain. And, we and, had the yeah, rain and fall and it just, by us. Yeah. And it, and it hit, and our, yeah, ours was from the precipitation because we had a, quite a bit of storm too. <laughs> So, so Homestead Rescue yep. season five, Wisconsin, Wisconsin washout. It's washout. Called. There you <laughs> go. Okay, I'm we gonna learned check a lot out. though, and they lot. really they helped us. You know that that show, it, even though it's dramatic, it's it's true. You know they they actually do the work. Um, we help them. Yeah, there isn't a big budget. Time. There isn't a big behind the scenes crew. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we're really thankful that they came and were able to, they reshaped our land oh. to be able to um, have the water go in a different direction and um, gave us some more garden levels um, to be able to plant a garden not, not in the path of all this water washout. Yeah. 
So it was stuff that we could have never done never on done. our own. Yeah. So, so they yeah. showed up not just to film you like all they they actually came to help make your homestead better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were there for uh, like two weeks, I think total. I think yeah. the show more says that it's like a few days, a few but days. they were there helping for a long time. And really, yeah, yeah. it was it was a great experience. How yeah, cool and they, is that? they don't yeah. tell you what they're gonna do. And it's all surprise, pretty much, you know, because right. they want to get that surprise, you know, thing. Uh -huh. And uh, but uh, you know, I didn't know. I was hoping maybe they'd help me out with some solar panels or something, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then we had all this mess that, that was going on, and so it was great. And our our place is, you know, up on a ridge, so everything goes downhill, you know. So they had excavators that helped with our garden, like Stacy was saying, and made a, a flat area where we could actually have it. And now we got a big old veggie garden that's right there and it's great how cool and, is know, that yeah, yeah so. some of our posts that were holding our cabin up were washing out from water yeah. so there was you know risk of our cabin having you know collapse or something yeah, so they unstable. replaced some of those for us and that was really helpful yeah. wow but it was fun. It was it was neat to be on TV. Like I love it when Lou still gets. He just got a message yesterday yeah, from Ireland. Ireland. He's like, I saw your show. How do I get your music? And oh, uh, way cool. You know, yeah. Or he gets recognized at restaurants in yeah, Nebraska in or Aren't something. Aren't you that guy? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which guy? The guy from Homestead Restaurant. Right, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. cool. That's right. really cool. Yeah. I love it when things happen like that. They just come to you out of the blue and yeah. they, you know. It was cool. Yeah, and he got to play music on the show. So they yeah, did that and recorded. The first him. day we met everybody in the camera crew. We did a day of filming. <clears throat> we we all drove to Lacrosse to do a flood benefit, and the family, the Rainey family, they all play music too. So we just suddenly mm. started playing music in front uh. of a bunch of people. <laughs> Had no idea what we were doing. I was just following them, and it was pretty neat, you know. How cool! So it was cool. Wow, in the flow. Yeah, you know, it. just make it happen. <laughs> How can people find you? Uh, uh, at Lou Shields on Instagram, uh -huh. Facebook as well. Uh -huh. uh, LouShields.com is okay. my website. Okay. Um, my music is on Bandcamp now. Bandcamp.com. Yeah, I just hearing about Bandcamp. That yeah. sounds like a pretty neat thing. They're they a great platform. Yeah. yeah, I have some stuff on you know the typical platforms out there, but most of my things are on Bandcamp right now. I just really like what they do um, for the artists and things. You know, they're. they're they're a little more supportive, I think, you know. Great. Shout out to Bandcamp yeah. for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming down. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks.